everything about that slideshow and the music all had something to do with that trip. I don't know if someone's going to talk about it, but it had something to do with the trip. If no one talks about it, it should have been there. Um, and then you would have known why that song came out. But uh, um, we'll talk about it after. Um, I'm going to talk about it during my trip. Um, she's going to grab the mic, go down, and then um, we're going to skip Lou because uh, I want Lou to go last. And um, I want us, before we even start, um, Lou grabbed 23 people out of those 23. Some he didn't even know. Some he didn't even know too well. And he put it under his wings three years ago. He said, hey, this is a trip I went on with my mom, and we went to Jerusalem, and he showed me all these pictures. I think we should do it as a church. Three years ago, we said, all right, let's do it. And um, he started to plan. And for three years, harassing people, money's due, this is up. He would travel to people's homes, picking up money, getting the shirt. I mean, he, he did so much. And um, I don't know if we would have had the trip that we had if we didn't have Lou the way he planned the trip that he did. So I really mean that. So I think he deserves a little bit louder praise, and, and, and it's all for the glory of God. It really is. All right, we'll start with Vanessa, and then we'll, we'll skip Lou. Don't let Lou grab the mic. Okay, so Pastor just wanted to share one thing, which is like my favorite thing was the whole trip. <laughs> but um, I, I think people are going to talk about the baptism, which that was my, by far my favorite. Um, but my second favorite was we actually we were at the pool of Bethesda. So if you guys know that story, that's always that's been one of my favorite Bible verses for a whole bunch of reasons. And um, we were at the actual pool, like we can see the pool and the water, and then there was a church nearby, and Pastor Red, and we were all sitting down on the floor, and a lady walked up to us and just kind of joined the group, and when we were done reading, she heard the whole thing, and you know, everybody's is, is touched, and the spirit was, the presence was just palpable, and then when we were done, Pastor just went by, and he was asking everybody, like, do you have a prayer request, do you, you know, anything they need healing for? So we all went through it, and the very last, the lady that wasn't part of a group that was just listening to us, um, her husband needed healing and it was cancer and it was just like I just felt it in my spirit I'm like this lady like her husband is cured it was just it was just crazy like when so many things just come together and then she's there and she needs healing and and pastors praying and everybody it was just amazing and then right after we prayed for her everybody went and hugged her and whatnot and we all believed for healing and whatever we asked for there's a church right next door and we went in there and the acoustics in that church, they work in such a way that when you sing, it's like, we're all like amazing singers. <laughs> okay. It was like incredible. It's like, who is singing in this place? But it was just the spirit just poured down and it was just, oh, I get chills just thinking about it now. It was, it was really the best money, the best time, the best trip, the best thing. And when I, and I explained to people, like my cold workers, like, okay, so how was the trip? I'm like... The only thing I can say is my faith just amplified. I mean, I came back and it's like, yeah, I believe that he did those things, that he did those miracles, that he walked on water. But to be on the boat and be in the Sea of Galilee and pastor preaching and you guys got to go. <laughs> you guys have to go. It was incredible. So that's my, my one thing. Well, for me, I guess rewinding to before the trip even started. I didn't even know how I was gonna attempt to even go on this trip because of my son. So everybody would ask me, how are you gonna do this? How are you gonna leave your son at home? And I didn't even know how I was gonna leave my son at home. I mean, come the day of the trip, I, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. 
because I just said bye to him and I just started crying. I, I couldn't control myself and I really prayed to the Lord to please give me peace because I didn't know how I was going to go 10 days without seeing my son and just leaving him and not being like around the corner to be able to see him. And I have to say it was a supernatural peace that the Lord gave me when I was in Israel and even throughout the whole trip, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, everywhere. It was a, a supernatural peace that the Lord gave me. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the video that we sent to you guys, but in the video I said that I felt at home. And I was speaking about Israel because when you get there, you literally feel like you're home. So it was a supernatural feeling for me. Um, and I guess to say the, my, it's so hard to say that there's a favorite thing that happened, but one of my top um, experiences there was probably the baptism in the Jordan River. Um, it, was, it was intense. It was the, the spirit of the Lord was there. It was crazy to see everybody baptized. Um, somebody received salvation. It was just crazy to see how the spirit moved while we were there. And, and it was funny because at the end of, well, yeah, towards the end of our baptism, they, somebody, our, was it our tour guide? that came and she says, um, the people in this place are saying that you guys have had the longest baptism they've ever seen. <laughs> so it was just amazing to see how the Lord was moving. And um, I guess to just sum it all up, I had um, a verse that really just sums it all up for me. It's Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And I think that's just something that really impacted me. Like one thing is reading the word of God and another thing is you're, you're there and you're living, you're walking where, where Jesus walked, where the disciples, everything. And it was just living. It came even more alive to me. So it was a blessing to be there. First of all, congratulations, Betty. This was something from the trip. <laughs> um, wow, wow, I can't. I usually don't have trouble talking and using words, but with this trip, it's very difficult because it's twofold, I think, the impact that the trip had on me. And one of them is the site and the structure and the city itself, and the second part is the people. Um, the new friends, that were created there, the Lord just brought together to just edify one another, to just strengthen our faith through them. Unbelievable. And I think that was just God. Whether we were here or there, God was gonna do that with us, and he did it. And the other aspect of that is the actual place. It's unbelievable. You can talk about it, you can see pictures of it, um, you can see the awesome videos that Lou put together and the pictures and whatnot, but you will never really be able to know it until you go there and you step and you wonder, Jesus was here. The miracle has happened here, not somewhere else. If you didn't believe before, there's no reason for you not to believe now. And I think every single part of, of, the, of the country itself, it's uh, evidence that the Lord is real, that he's alive. I can't choose one. The baptism and the others were all amazing. But I am going to talk about one particular experience, um, at least for me. I'm sure we all had it at some point. 
when we were driving into, or as they say, climbing to Jerusalem, because they say that, um, we were pulling in, and our tour guide told us to pretty much get ready for this experience. It's coming. It's going to be unbelievable. Once we cross that tunnel, there's something that's going to happen. And I've never been married, and you have. Some of you have. You can recall the experience of waiting, at least the, the gentleman waiting for the ride. You're waiting, and you're waiting, and you're waiting. And ah, that's how I felt when we were waiting for Jerusalem to come. And then it made me think of how the Lord is for us, his church, his bride. And when it came that I saw it, I couldn't stop crying. And I didn't know why. I said, this city is beautiful. But it made me think of the Lord's sacrifice for us. That city to me is a symbol of his love for us. All the pain that was caused, all the suffering that he endured there, walking through, but also the joy he brought to people and salvation. So I cried and I couldn't stop crying because I was so happy to know that he's waiting like that for us. Like there will be a time where us as his bride, we get to see her. And I was so excited. And I still am, if you can't tell. <laughs> Wow. Um, there's been so many different things I've been thinking about. Uh, there's like not one particular moment, but uh, as Jeanette was talking, that was one of my moments as well. As uh, you can imagine, we were just waiting in the bus and driving. And, you know, after a while, it gets mundane. You're just seeing green and you're like, whoa, when are we going to get there? And like he said, imagine you're going through a dark tunnel and at the other end, all of a sudden, one light came through and panoramic, I mean, surround you, you saw Jerusalem. It was like climactic. It was just amazing. So, but I'm not going to see all your moment. Um, but there was two places that I really enjoyed the most, but even though you, we walked down the Via Dolorosa and you don't tend to grasp it as much unless you have the faith because there's such a hustle bustle there's people there's shops and shopping and you know we did plenty of that but uh just to imagine you're walking these little narrow streets in the cobblestones they're difficult to walk on i mean you could easily trip and to know that my lord my savior had to walk those streets carry that cross so that died for me that was just a little bit too much to, to take in, but it was just an amazing moment. And then there was Masada, the mountain of Masada, to know the suffering of the people in that town, what they gave up. They saw their own families die, building that wall to breach the city, and they just had to sit there and just decide the ultimate decision for their families. That was just... It was just brought to life unimaginably. You really need to go, new life. Um, I know you don't know me, but I'm Mercy's sister. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but you really need to make it a, a, one of those bucket lists that you have to come. Thank you. Well, <laughs> for me, it was... The trip of my life. It was everything. And everything. I cannot pick one special 
moment, but because everything was wonderful, special, touched me. But if I can talk about one special, special moment was in the Sea of Galilee. When we started going and then they, they play music, then they stop the music and you can hear nothing, just peace. And then Pastor Rigo talked about the parable when Jesus was walking on water. And that's exactly what I was to point. Like Peter, just I had my eyes on Jesus with my faith because I was there just because he wanted me to be there. And they know why I'm saying this. I didn't take my eyes off him, not even for one minute, because he told me that I was going there and he was going to bring me back Amen. in one piece. Amen. And he did. Amen. And I love him and I feel his love and he's my everything. Amen. And I thank everybody. What up, church? <laughs> um, it's really difficult to put into words um, this trip for me. Um, I can't just pick one thing. The whole trip was an experience of a lifetime. For me, it was special because I was able to go with my mom, and we were able to share this experience together. And leading up to the trip, I was feeling very disconnected from God and very disconnected from my brothers and sisters. And even for a few days on the trip, I wasn't fully there. Um, it wasn't until uh, we were all praying and taking prayer requests and those two women came up to our group um, and just listened to the pastor preach that I felt the Lord and I felt the Holy Spirit move. And that was the first time on that trip that I cried out to God. And it was the first time that my mom and I just shared a moment um, and it was also a great trip for me because I told, I thank Lou because it was, it gave me closure for my grandmother because she went as well with her church. And for so long after her death, I was hanging on to her. And I was able to say goodbye to her in the Holy Land and able to leave her memory there. And I was able to say, I'm going to move on and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to trust in God for everything. So thank you, Lou. And it was great. Shalom, everybody. And um, really, for me to be able to share with, uh, with you, with my church, what this experience has meant to me, it goes beyond words. As a mother, I had the privilege to go with my son about three years ago. And ever since Louis uh, was little, you know, I raised him in the gospel. And um, I, I would always tell him how important it was to get baptized. I saw him get baptized in the Jordan three years ago, okay? And he did it knowingly, what he was doing, because he had always told me, Mom, I'm going to get baptized when I am ready. So moms, if you're praying for your children, you got to wait on the Lord, because the Lord's timing is perfect, and he answers our prayers. He saves, he saves our loved ones. And I got to see that, that tremendous blessing of my son being baptized in the Jordan about three and a half years ago 
only to go back again for a second time. I am so blessed by the Lord, and I want to thank the Lord publicly for allowing me to go two times to Israel. And it's like when you get the word of God and you open it up and it's so fresh every time and it's so new, it's the same thing with Jerusalem. For the second time, it's been even greater, the experience, because I got to see my son baptizing others in the Jordan River. I mean, praise the Lord. It was such, such an awesome moment to see him serving God in such a powerful way alongside of his wonderful pastor. So that to me was, as a mom, it was incredible. And, and, and another thing happened in the Jordan. As a mom was getting baptized, she was, the desire in her heart was for her daughter to be saved. And she had told me that in, in the airport. She, I, don't, I didn't know her. I met her there, Lola. And she had told me about Gabby. And I was like, okay, Lola, if I have a chance to talk to her, I will. Little did I know that at the Jordan River, one of the times I see the pastor, he's praying and this and that. It was, it was like the Holy Spirit came like a wind. And all of a sudden, I just looked back, and I saw this young lady. And I went up to her, and I witnessed to her. She accepted the Lord at the moment her mother was being baptized. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. So that was incredible because the Lord, I was, I've always prayed, Lord, use me. Use me for your glory. And this has been the second soul that I have won for the Lord as his servant there in Israel. Because the last time we went, I also won a soul. So I knew I wasn't supposed to be baptized. Both times I've gone, I have not gone into the water to be baptized. Because I've already been baptized. But then again, it would be a wonderful thing, right? To rededicate yourself and all that. But the Lord hasn't allowed me to do that. Maybe the third time. But um, he's had me serving him. And, and, and at the Wailing Wall, he did something special with me too. I know that he's getting us ready to do even greater things for his kingdom. But if I have to say one thing, Pastor, don't, don't get mad at me. One thing, it was coming back on the airplane. And I saw the power of the resurrection that lives in us. Because right behind me, there was a man, a Jewish man. And behind him was the pastor's mom, Berta. Uh, next to, or no, Rosie. Rosie was behind him. and Right. And then we were all like around him. All of these prayer warriors, these prayer, you know, like intercessors. And it was for a reason. And this man just collapsed. A Hebrew man. He, he didn't speak any English. So he, he, to me, I don't know about the rest of you, but to me, I thought he had died. I actually heard the death rattle. His eyes went back. And to me, He had, he had passed away. And I just turned around, and all of us came into agreement. And like the song says, we believe that the Lord raises people from the dead. I mean, there's nothing impossible for God. And I, we just started interceding for this man. We were, we were filled with, with, with the presence of God. We had just left Jerusalem. I mean, God had equipped us for that moment. And we all started praying, and the Lord raised that man up. He raised him up. I mean, when the doctor came, there was a doctor. And he came and he put the gas mask on him. That, that mask wasn't moving. It was still. There was no breath in that man. And I got to see, because I was right in front of him, I got to see the, Lord's, the Lord raise him up. So church, go to Jerusalem. Because your faith is going to be renewed. You're going to come back 
on fire for God. I mean, you don't have to go to Jerusalem for that. He can do that right now today just by hearing us and, and hearing his word. But there's something about being there. There's something about stepping on that holy land. It, we all have to have that. I pray that all of you have that opportunity because it's such a blessing from God. And that was my prayer for all of you, that all of you will be able to go very, very soon. God bless all of you. Thank you. Wow, uh, I don't really even know what to say after like everybody sharing, um, just leaving me for last. It's kind of like I'm at a loss for words. Um, I don't really even, I, when I say I'm at a loss for words, I really am at a loss for words. I'm like trying to play words in my mind. I'm like, um, obviously there was a ton of sights and things that we saw um, that were the highlights for me. But I, I think for me, just the highlight was just the group that we had. I think it was something very special and something that it was God picked. Uh, every single person on the trip, I, I truly believe it was meant to be the way it was. And um, for me, the, la the last night was really the highlight for me. We just, all, Pastor Rigo called everybody out to the balcony of the hotel. It was like a terrace. A terrace um, and he just called us all out and everybody just shared their heart, um, testimonies of the trip. Uh, everybody just, it was just so much love in the air and it was almost like everything just stood still. And it was just about that moment, just about each other and the love that we had for each other. And um, it was just very special. And I, for me, that was the highlight just because, I don't know, you see so many sites, but just hearing the testimonies and hearing how it impacted people's lives, it was just, for me, that just really touched me. Everybody dance now. <laughs> so um, this is just some of 23 that went. It was a very special moment. Let's give them one more hand as they make it to their seats. Um, if you guys could just um, 